0: Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sunday. Today we are continuing our conversation about The Cure for Groups by Robbie Engel. Uh, We are talking with the discipleship team. Hello, discipleship team. Make yourself known.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: (laughs) We're back. We are back. And today we're talking about uh, chapter four in The Cure for Groups uh, entitled The Ship, and it's all about how to design your time for transformation. For group leaders, this is specifically for you, how to design your time for your group members for transformation. And I love the quote that he opens up with this at the beginning of the chapter, the alternative to good design is always bad design. There is no such thing as hmm. no design. Hmm. So mm-hmm. uh, one one of the questions that we want to kind of talk about here today is... Um, We wanna discuss how you spend your time together is what carries you toward your destination and how you structure your time as a group can either help or hinder your progress. And sometimes maybe we don't think about that. We don't think about how our time Mm -hmm. and being intentional on the front end with our time Mm -hmm. um, can can help or hinder our progress. So what are some ways that we can be intentional about doing that in our groups?
2: Hmm. Well, I I definitely... even feel the pressure of <laughs> when I'm in a group am I using this hour the best that I can mm. you know and so there's i guess there's always two pressures one is you want to spend enough time and, it, and there's you can classify this different ways but you want to spend enough time getting everybody involved in the conversation having open uh, open time of just fun conversation right. and then there's this also this other part of we want to have transformation. Transformation take place, and a uh, and we want to we want to go somewhere yeah. with it, right? And so there's always there's always that tension. Yep. But I, so I think the very first place I guess you can start is it, you know at the start, the front end of the semester, and we talked about this in previous ones is setting the expectation with questions like, "All right, what do you expect? You know, out of this out of this semester or small groups, and then you know, kind of going back to what you've discussed as a group. Kind of just setting the plumb line, right? Yeah. And then resetting it again.
0: That's good. Um in the book, Robbie talks about this um this these three ways that we um that we balance our groups is to connect. Mm-hmm. Learn and live; those mm-hmm. three key words. And I thought is reminded me of a discussion that my husband and I have had about groups, and um, we, you know, we we can sometimes feel really awesome about a group, and that mm-hmm. we love we mm-hmm. love the relationships, and the relationships are awesome. Um, but the goals of maturing and growing in our faith. Um, maybe are just not there. Maybe they haven't been inten- made intentional.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, we haven't set them apart, and and so growing and maturing in our faith doesn't just happen on its own. Unfortunately, yeah. so and we assume that if we're kind of meeting in a group and having these relationships, mm-hmm. that it's just going to happen on their own, and it and it just doesn't. Or you know, we yeah. expect it to happen magically. So or the the counter to that is that we can become so focused on content mm-hmm. and yeah. it can be almost feel like a classroom yeah. so yeah. what are some ways how, how do we how can we balance that connect piece the learning piece and then the living piece
1: So maybe a way to, to do it would we just we'll kind of break down each one yeah. and mm-hmm. just talk through so let's think about let's just talk for a minute about the best way to help, group leaders and ourselves, because we're mm-hmm. all leading groups of how do we connect with our group when it, when we get together, if we're going to mm-hmm. make the most of mm-hmm. an hour, an hour mm-hmm. and 15 minutes, how do we connect with them? And of course, in here, he talks about questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think questions are going to be in all three of those areas. But when it comes to connection, that's the best way mm-hmm. um, to, to start connecting with people and start to ask good questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
0: mm-hmm. think we underestimate the power of asking good questions. And mm-hmm. as leaders, I think we feel the temptation to... Hmm always feel the need to have the answers and to have the script and to have the yeah. the teaching and and to yeah. Always talk, and uh, yeah. and I'm I'm learning that as a leader, as a coach, as a mentor, mm-hmm. a group leader, whatever, that the best thing that we can do is sometimes lead by asking questions.
1: Yeah, and so I, yeah. every, we're talking to to lots of people, I hope, but lots mm-hmm. of group leaders here at our church mm-hmm. who have this book called The Cure for Groups. So I'm going to refer to a page number, yeah, um, eighty two and eighty three. There's twelve questions, and and we can read them if we want, but we don't have to today. I'm just want you to, if just if you have this book the cure for groups in fact we can put these questions in the yeah. in the notes yeah. um, with this podcast yeah. those are that's a great place to start yeah. another place to start Aaron I, I would throw to you yeah. you do a, a, a Bible study method with your group called the Discovery Bible Study Method that's literally used all mm-hmm. over the world to make to make disciples for people who have never even heard yeah. of, of Jesus or know who God is. It's a way for them to start studying the Bible. But they have some introductory questions for every group that yes. you use that I think are really cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So any, any scripture that you study, or any study, for that matter, that you go into, um, you know, I would just say there's... Kind of two questions that you could always start with. You, you can always have them in your mind to start with. That I think that would open conversation. And number one is, um, you know, what are you struggling with right now, or what, you know, what is challenging you uh, in challenging to you in this season? And so, I think that that you could frame it in, "What are you stressed out about?" Yeah, yeah, because everybody's stressed out about something yep. at some po- at some point in their week. And so I think that that's a good opener for folks and people can kind of get into that side of, you know, what's been going on in their life. I think it's a great opener. And then the the second one, I think uh and this kind of brings your focus back to the relationship that you have with God is is what are you thankful for? Um and that that kind of that's opens good. things up Resets to, You <laughs> it kind of resets you. That's right. Um on track to okay, we're you know, we're seeking what God has for us in this time. And so just after your time of connection, it could be, you know, you're drinking a cup of coffee together at a coffee shop and talking about life, or, you know, you're sitting at somebody's house, you just had a meal together, and uh, now you're coming together for conversation. Those two questions, I think, are real simple. They will go along with some of the questions that are on page 82 and 83 in this book, but real simple that can kind of help that connect time Mm -hmm. in the first part of the group.
0: Yeah dustin you and I were talking about uh the power of asking questions and so tell talk about a little bit of your experience with that
4: yeah i I have just sitting here listening to just digging back into the days of student ministry of mm-hmm. you know of asking uh asking questions uh thinking about um uh because because it is if we're trying to connect the the, the fun thing about groups is we're doing it weekly yeah most most of our groups yeah mm-hmm. um and so there's a lot that can take place in a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if we're trying to connect, yeah, as a leader, it's really important for us not to, uh, and I believe we, we referenced this in the last uh, uh, episode too, but the last podcast, but episode, take yeah. that, run with it. Uh, but, you know, to <laughs> say, um, hey, we don't have to jump into the information and wear it so heavy yeah. mm-hmm. and, and and put this extra burden on our shoulders. Um What makes that better as a leader and actually makes it more uh, enjoyable as a leader is to be able to lean in with questions first. And so we would just say, hey, since we met last week, what is one high – in your life? What's Mm -hmm. something that we can celebrate together? Mm -hmm. And then what's, is there, is there a low? Is there, you know, you're talking about struggle, Aaron, Mm -hmm. Uh, is there a struggle or has there been a challenge that we can shoulder with you type thing? Yes. Um, And I I think just being able to come in and say, Hey, what's one high, what's one low? Mm -hmm. It sets the tone. Yeah. But again, as, as in the last podcast, it puts us as leaders, it puts you as a leader in a place where you get to listen, to, So, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, Aaron, mm-hmm. you said it so well, too, and I just kept seeing this word picture, uh, you know, when you're talking about kind of the the balance between the two things. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we want to connect and we want relationships. Mm-hmm. We want to yeah. really grow those relationships, but we definitely want to see mm-hmm. – trans- so we can't just kind of hang out and play games all the time mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. to transformation, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we're yeah. kind of in that – and I feel like questions is – I feel like it's the bridge, yeah. a little yeah. bit. It is. I, I feel like being it because, it, and it's the right questions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Your favorite cereal doesn't move the needle too far, <laughs> right. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, getting to some of those real life uh, heart questions, um, yeah. I think. I think it really builds and grows and and, and has that connection relationship. Totally mm-hmm.
2: Great,
0: that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I, I was listening to a, a podcast, and uh, it was uh, he had a, a coaching. A kind of a coaching guru on this podcast. And, and he said that the question that he always leads with is what's on your mind, mm-hmm. which is so simple, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. gets, it draws people in, you know, what's on your mind, yeah. what's on your heart, or, you know, specifically for group leaders, you can say, what's God doing in your life? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what's, mm-hmm. what's he teaching you right now?
3: Yeah. yeah. One thing I do, I lead an 11th grade girls group on Wednesday nights, and I always ask them a question. I'm like, all right, I'm going to follow up next week. And whatever, however you answer it, I'm going to see if you've done it this week. Like it's nice. either a next step they're going to take um, or someone they're praying for, someone they're going to invite. That's good. And I'm going to say, all right, how did it how did it work out this week? Or I'll text them throughout the week. And so following up on the questions, I think is important yeah. too. And it shows like the group, pe- the people in your group that you care, that you're yeah. listening to the answers yeah. that they give Absolutely. you. And then also good. like, if you're saying, hey, mm. I'm praying for you, you have this coming up on Tuesday, like mm-hmm. being... One to, hey, set a reminder. Yeah. i set so many reminders throughout the week so I can say, hey, reach out to her, um, pray for her. So, because I know I'm convicted of saying something or I say I'm praying for them and then forgetting it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, I haven't prayed. Um, but just oh, really yeah. being as leaders, taking that step and yep. saying, okay, let me even set a reminder to reach back out or, hey, you answered this. How is it going this week? Or mm-hmm. um, different things like that. So I think follow up yeah. with the questions is important too. Yeah. That's really To show good. them that you care, you're intentional um, as leaders, and yeah. what they're saying matters to you.
2: Yeah. Then so taking notes, maybe when they, and with those, those, yeah. even those opening connection questions, like, yeah. what has you stressed out? Yeah.
3: Or, Especially the people that don't talk a lot. Yeah. When mm-hmm. they say something, it, it takes a lot for them to say yeah. something, yeah. and yeah. so yeah. for you to remember that or to follow up with them and say, yeah. how did your appointment go? How did this go throughout the week? Um, It Mm -hmm. means a lot to them because I know when I was just in groups, Mm -hmm. when the leaders reached out to me Mm -hmm. or remembered something that I told them, that means a lot. Like everyone wants to be remembered or thought about throughout the week, so... As leaders, it's another pressure we have, but a cool opportunity we also get. But that's real connection. There's there's
1: substance. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things it talks about in that book is that it says connection is more about is more than conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, Connection. You can have a nice conversation at the line at the grocery store. Real connection implies substance, Mm -hmm. and those are the kind of Mm -hmm. kind of questions that we're talking about asking Mm -hmm. right off the get go. We use those as I mean, we do some fun icebreakers, Mm -hmm. but right into some some substance Mm -hmm. in your life, so we Mm -hmm. can have this. Real relationship mm-hmm. that we've been talking about this whole time. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I, you know, I think that those are the kind of the three words that we use is connect, belong, grow. And uh, you know, connection. You know, I think about uh, taking you from the very beginning of getting to know somebody to those deeper relationships that we uh, that we also talked about. Um, you know, what's it? What's those deeper friendships look like? Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like a place that I can actually belong. Right. right. Um, That's good. Yeah, and so those kind of questions kind of dive you deeper to that place of, you know, establishing some deep friendships within groups.
1: So, right. Yeah, very good. So the the idea here, the temptation is to assume that if we have good connection, mm-hmm. then we are growing spiritually and we're maturing in our faith, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. a not mm-hmm. a safe assumption. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you kind of referred to that earlier yes. with your conversation with you and Rand that we can have great connection mm-hmm. and never move the needle spiritually. So that would move us into the idea of of asking questions to connect, but also um, what does it look like as we learn? Mm-hmm. And what we're saying here is that. Learning together is is about asking questions as well as long yeah. as they're the right questions. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: And learning too and Kevin, you mentioned this and referenced this with the uh, the, the Bible study technique. Um, you know, one way that we can incorporate questions is by studying a passage of of scripture and asking questions about, hey, what is this how does this speak to you? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, many of our groups are sermon based sermon discussion groups, and <clears throat> there are great questions that that uh, we send out. To our group leaders, for you know that that kind of lead those questions as well. So asking questions about what they're reading uh, in Scripture is really, really Mm -hmm. a great way to learn.
1: So Mm -hmm. confession time: the teacher part in me has a hard time, you know, learning by asking questions. I I have a hard time letting that silence happen. Yep. So I need help there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I think we do. I think as leaders, we or teachers, if you have that kind of that you know, that, that drive or that desire to, to instruct or teach, I think it's normal. And, uh, and I, I would imagine some of our group leaders feel... A lot of our group leaders probably feel yeah. the same way. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, definitely. One thing that I think is cool on the the learning piece is asking your group. I did this a couple of weeks ago, my group, asking them like, what is the hardest part about your spiritual walk? Mm. Like, is it scripture memory? Is it praying? Is it reading the Bible? Is it having conversation, sharing your faith with people? And like us as leaders, we open that up and say, all right, this is where I struggle. This That's is good. where I need your help. To um, so hold me accountable because that's another piece of yeah. group leading yeah, a group leading is with vulnerability. accountability. Yeah. Yes, vulnerability yeah. <laughs> and then accountability yeah. too. And I think as we lead, like asking, like I need accountability just as much as the girls in my group do. Yeah. And so showing them that and starting out your semester like that or your next group meeting like that, just saying, "Hey, what do you want? Like, where can we help you as mm-hmm. a group? Yeah. Um, because we all mm-hmm. have areas that we're strong at and we're weak at, and mm-hmm. so being mm-hmm. honest about those weaknesses." Mm-hmm brings a new light to your group right. and brings a new opportunity for your group leaders or members to, to jump in and help you too. That's mm. good. As you help that's them. That's the best place
1: to be right there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So. so the third piece of that, um, that connect, learn, uh, it, and live is obviously <laughs> the live part. So <laughs> how do we live that out?
2: <laughs> how
0: do we, uh, connect relationally, learn, and then apply it?
2: So the book talks about 50% of your group time actually being that time <clears throat> where you focus in, on the questions or the conversation to be focused on living it out. Mm. And, uh, wow. and then that seems like a lot. But I think it's probably the, the one thing that we neglect the most as leaders, and we, yeah. we push to the very end of the group. I <laughs> even feel that. I do too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we try to get the content and all the information downloaded correctly in everybody's minds. <laughs> but then we don't, you know, we, we, we don't hit as much on that uh mm. all right, how are we gonna live this out? Which yeah. I believe and I think we we believe here that the the greatest form of discipleship is an obedience based form of discipleship. Like mm-hmm. how how you determine someone's growing in in and being a disciple is actually how they're putting to practice the things that they know. Right. I mean this is you know I think this is what Jesus is always leading us in, you know, uh, and he's leading his disciples in. And how we're actually putting this to practice. So, I think that asking uh, simple questions, and we Kevin talked about DBS, you know, discovery Bible study. On the back end of that, you know, there's four simple questions. The two first ones talk about uh, the connection piece. Uh, well, the next there's six actually. The two first ones talks about the connection piece. You know, you could say what are you thankful for, you know, uh, and then what has you stressed out. And the next two, what does this teach you about who God is, who mm-hmm. Jesus is. Um, what does this teach you about yourself? And then the last two, the the ones they are saying, you know, maybe you focus a lot of your time on is, is, is there anything that I could obey from the time that we've had together and what we've learned? Right. And then, and then who will I share this truth with? Meaning bringing this personal relational aspect into what you learn, Hmm. you know, and those two questions, I think oftentimes are neglected. In the times that we spend together, I know for me those are the ones that are that are harder for people, I think, to put into words. Mm-hmm. Right, how am I going to obey this? Or yeah, what or do I do am with I gonna...
1: it? What am I going to do different this week as a result of knowing this now? Yeah, and then yeah. who am I going to share it with? That's yeah. good.
0: Yeah, really I love good.
4: which is the transformation. Yes, that that's yes. where the transformation.
0: The quote: "Only truth that is trusted transforms." Mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. that was really powerful, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. meaning that you know mm-hmm. the truth that we really adhere to mm-hmm. and trust mm-hmm. is what's going to transform us mm-hmm. not just talking about behavior modification mm-hmm. which we've all done and mm-hmm. we uh, we can do that all day long but true mm-hmm. we're talking yes. about true heart change
2: yeah yeah
0: so that's a really I love that another great question for us to ask is what faith step is God inviting me to take today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's Very a great good. question for us as group leaders and mm-hmm. uh, for those of you that are listening to this to this episode
1: I think that's great. I think that would be the goal that we leave with handles of what we're going to do next. What is our next step? How, yeah. What are we going to do? Um, and and even you know even Sunday morning, I find myself walking out going, okay, what God? What are you leading me to do mm-hmm. as a result of what I just heard? Mm-hmm. And helping helping each mm-hmm. other know how to apply God's word that way is going to transform. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has the opportunity to, to mm-hmm. transform our lives and to transform our groups, and that's the mm-hmm. goal. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for listening, and uh, we will see you next time with another chapter, another discussion uh, about the cure for groups. We hope you're enjoying this. And uh, please email us any questions, uh, Angela at BethlehemChurch.us, Kevin at BethlehemChurch.us, any one of us on the discipleship Mm -hmm. team, we are here to answer those questions. We are here for you. Thanks so much. Thanks.